Hello, and welcome to Carol's Coffee House, a place where Catholic singles in their 20s and 30s can grow in community and deepen their spiritual life. I'm Sarah. I'm Maura. Pull up a chair and let's get chatting. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Carol's Coffee House. So what are we drinking today? Ooh, I am, I am double fisting with the cherry bubbly sparkling water and also... Ooh. I'm still working on my coffee from this morning. I am having some clear American black cherry water that I got for my birthday party last night. But Joe, can you get me some tea? <laughs> Thanks. Wow. <laughs> Wait, I want to try that. Joe, can you get me some more coffee? <laughs> we'll find out if it works. <laughs> I still had water in my mouth. Thanks for not spitting it out on me. (laughs) I'm just remembering the time when Joe brought me tea, asked me if I wanted tea, and then Nick was like, I want a butler. (laughs) Oh, behind the scenes and the barista. I mean, this is a coffee house after all. (laughs) Maura is literally rolling on the floor laughing. (laughs) Uh, My my abs hurt. My abs hurt. There's your workout for the day. Yeah, well, we're going shopping. I'm going shopping later today. So that's also a workout. There you go. Uh, anyway so I anyway so I'm not 30 yet but I had my 30th birthday party and that was nice it was um it was not overwhelming at all which I was I was a little bit nervous of being overwhelmed because I haven't actually seen my friends in a while okay and there were about 40 people here okay and it was nice and my sister made cupcakes and cake from scratch wow yeah and then she went and got gluten-free dairy-free cookies thank you um, i have my tea now oh, I, have, I, have. I have a good i have a good barista oh you do have a good barista yeah <laughs> gourmet gourmet tea fresh brewed fresh picked etc but joe no rush on that extra copy i know it's super busy so whenever you get a chance i'll take it Joe, no rush on Sarah's coffee. She knows you're busy. Well, if I knew her address, I could order her some Uber Eats and get some coffee delivered straight to where she is. Sarah's definitely thinking about this right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say my address on the podcast. (laughs) You can text it. You can text it. I I know somebody in another state ordered somebody else in another state. They'll have them a latte delivered. Oh. It was the it was a major flirt. It was a big flirt. Oh my. Flirting with coffee? Yeah. That's he Venmo- the best kind of flirting. Yeah, he um he also had flowers sent to them recently. Oh. Well. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. They were like, yeah, I got flowers. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the equivalent of buying like men? buy women flowers would be the equivalent of women buying men flowers but the man version six pack i i don't know 
hey joe what be the <laughs> <laughs> so a man buying a woman flowers what would be the equivalent of like a woman buying a man something New power tools, like having them just like something useful, arriving, like just being shipped over. Yeah, or going out and to the hardware store, buying them yourself and bringing them home. Oh, I feel like power tools. Power tools is like a <laughs> gift awesome. rather than flowers. <laughs> like flowers are something that you have for a little mm. while, and then they're pretty, but then they die, and then he has to go buy you new flowers. Uh, I don't know. Legos. I don't know how often I'm going to be getting flowers <laughs> in that case. Legos. <laughs> no, but flowers die. Legos are never alive. So flowers are over and above them. No, it's Sarah saying that like, like flowers are like nice and they are nice to look at. They're nice to have around and then they die. So then you have to get new flowers. And like power tools are and like Legos are a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's not really like a decorative equivalent to flowers that men like that, that I'm aware of. I can't think of anything that's really truly complicated. Oh, probably flowers. tacos. You just send them tacos. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out if I would rather have a man give me flowers or give me tacos. I had tacos last night at my party. Mm. And then I got flowers, and that was nice. That is nice. The ones that I bought myself last week are still looking real good. I switched out the water a few days ago and trimmed them up a little bit. They're still mm. so pretty. Aww. Just make me really, really happy. That's so nice. Yeah. Trader Joe's has some of the best flowers. Oh, really? I've Trader Joe's has good flowers. Mm-hmm. And they're like really like costly. They do. My aunt buys them there. She buys herself flower arrangements from Trader Joe's. Yeah, and they're really, they're very beautiful. They're pretty inexpensive, but I'm glad you had a good birthday party. Me too. That was fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I did. Okay, so I didn't plan my birthday party. Other people did that for me, and I just kind of gave them reminders about different things. Hey, remember this thing. So... For my 30th birthday. Yeah. For dinner, me and my girlfriends, we all wore our little black dresses. We got dressed up and we went out to dinner at a restaurant. And then we went back to my friend's house and then we let the boys come over. (laughs) So then the group of my friends, we had a bonfire. So we had fire, we had marshmallows. Of course there was wine and we just like hung out. It was just really chill. And it was, it was perfect. It was just the best because I got to like dress up a little bit, but I also got to just like relax and hang out. And it was like, it was the best. That's so nice. We, um, we were going to play late games and then it just ended up being a talking party. And that was nice. Uh-huh. And I had yellow cake with strawberry filling, which I was really excited about. Mm-hmm. And my birthday is next week. That's exciting. And then my, my grandma's birthday is also next week. Mm-hmm. 96. So. Lots of partying. Yeah. And then I'm seeing this guy now. Are you? Yeah. The guy that, the guy that you talked about from last week you said yeah. you went on a date with? Yeah. That we've been on a couple of days with. So, yeah. And he gave me flowers and that was nice. Oh, 
sounds like a keeper. Yeah, so that's the stuff I'm going at. So I'm um, this weekend. I am working on my resume and uh, applying mm-hmm. for jobs. I'm going clothes shopping. Oh. And because I like need some like new pieces, I need some like summery clothes, and it's hot. It's hot today. Mm-hmm. It seems like the whole country is going through this massive heat wave. Even in the Pacific Northwest, they're not used to heat. Somebody on Twitter who lives up there said, like, we don't have air conditioning <laughs> because we don't need it. But they're, have, they're experiencing like 100 degree weather and they're not used to that. It's very similar to earlier in the winter when Texas experienced this, the giant polar vortex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're just not equipped for it. I'm. We're kind of equipped for it. We're. I mean, we're so used to summer being hot, but it's just like in the 80s today, and I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I live in the south, and it was very warm for a while, but last week was very mild weather. It was quite pleasant. I think that's going away this weekend, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Should we go into our espresso shot? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this is by St. Vincent de Paul. It is a ruse of the devil by which he deceives good people to induce them to do more than they are able so that they end up not being able to do anything. The spirit of God urges one gently to do the good that can be done reasonably so that it may be done perseveringly and for a long time. I saw that quote. I was looking, I was looking up a a quote probably for last week, I think. And I found that one and that really, really resonated with me because to induce them to do more than they are able so that they end up not being able to do anything, because I feel like that's something that I've been struggling with a little bit in Mm -hmm. my own life, being so busy And I have a hard time saying no anyway, because I have FOMO, Mm -hmm. (laughs) fear of missing out. And I want to do all the things because I like all the things. But what happens when you're so stretched thin, then is like, you can't, you can't be fully present. And that's something that I have felt like my mind is going in a bunch of different directions and it, it's kind of difficult. And the fact that that's a spiritual thing is sometimes something that I don't connect. The devil is trying to distract you from doing what you should be doing, Mm -hmm. can do. So. Yeah, I've noticed different people in my life just be very, they're already busy. And then people are asking them to help them out. They're like, oh yes, I have availability. And they're like, I can do it. And they're like, and it's it's just a lot. That's so much. And then there's me who's doing the opposite right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like not doing a whole lot, but I've been there where it's like, oh well, yes, and then I'm like, or I'm filling up my schedule. I'm like, I'm doing all the things. I'm doing all the things because I need to get out of my house. I need, and then I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But I've also just spent the last couple of years being very busy with night classes, like three days a week. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just thinking, okay, there are times when I, I see other people do, so doing so many things, and I'm like, ooh. I'm not, I'm not doing enough things. I need to be doing more things. And then that's really about balance. <laughs> so we shouldn't be in one extreme or the other. We should be, have balance and 
be doing good, be doing good, but not doing like so many things that we aren't, that we're burnt out and we're just tired and we're like not able to like take care of ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. The spirit of God urges one gently to do the good that can be done reasonably. I really like that part. I find myself guilty all the time of like, God, send me a sign, a big flashing neon sign, blinking, blinding light. So I know exactly where I'm supposed to go. And that's not the way that God works all the time. No. You know? He, oh, no. Right. And it's, it's, it's gentle. There's something that you can do reasonably. It doesn't have to be this big thing. Like God gently leads us that still small voice. Mm-hmm to where we should be, where he wants us to be. And I think sometimes that we can know who the, what that is by if somebody tests like, hey, can you like, you have nothing going on and you're, and then someone's like, hey, can you like help me with this? You're like, oh, mm-hmm. sure. That could take yeah. 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was in college, I was a focus student leader. So I wasn't a missionary. I was just a student leader who had a Bible study and they, They taught us at one point, they brought up a scenario. Okay, you have a holy hour at, Mm -hmm. you know, the Newman Center, whatever you're going to. So you you arrive for your holy hour, you walk through the Newman Center to go to the chapel and you see a friend who is crying. They are visibly upset and you, you stop and you're, you say, oh, what's the matter? Are you okay? And they say, you know, I'm having an awful day or I'm really struggling right now. And I just... I don't know what to do. I'm having a really hard time. And they say, what do you do? My inclination would be, I have a friend in need. I need to sit with them, talk to them because they need me. And how perfect on my way to my holy hour, I encounter this person who needs my help. And clearly God has put them in that path for me to help them. And that would, that would be my inclination. But they actually said that that's not what you should do because now you're missing your holy hour. Now you're not going and spending that time with the Lord that you need. It is a good thing to try and help your friend. It's a good thing to want to do that. But it also, you yes, you could see it as like, God has put this person in my path because maybe I needed to be the one to talk to them and encounter them and help them with their thing. Also, potentially, it's a ruse of the devil, like they say in here. Yeah, put that person in your path to keep you from going to your holy hour and talking with the Lord. But they said, they said, what you do in that scenario is talk to the person, say, I am so sorry that you are going through that. I would love to talk to you about this right now. I have a holy hour. You are welcome to come and pray with me. And then afterward, we can go out to coffee and I would love to sit with you and talk with you and help you. Or say, you know, like invite them to that holy hour with you. Let's pray about it together. But yeah, not get distracted by wanting to do a good deed Mm -hmm. and making sure that you get your time in with the Lord before helping your friend. Yeah. (laughs) That that did not occur to me at first, you know, and yeah, yeah, my my natural inclination is like, help that person. They need help. I will be here to help. And you can, but also make sure God comes first. He has to. And so there's something interesting that I had to learn spiritually. And so 
in addition or alongside of that, being able to recognize in your day, knowing God urges us gently, we, we have to kind of follow the gentle path that he has for us of being able to do something and do it well and yeah. take care of ourselves spiritually because you can't give what you don't have. So, yeah. And it's really hard to do things efficiently and persevere in them when you're so, you have so many things mm-hmm. and when you're like, Oh, I'm out of time constraints. And you're like, I have a hundred jobs to do. And I have two hours. Mm-hmm. You can do, you can get stuff done in two hours, but you shouldn't not have a hundred jobs to do. Yeah. But you can persevere through the few things that God does want you to get done. Mm-hmm. So we bring up this, this topic today of being distracted and doing all the things because all the things, all the things, because we want to talk a little bit today about something that I struggle with all the time. And I think it's a common struggle. And I am struggling with on the opposite end, Mm -hmm. time management. Yep. (laughs) Oh, also, I feel like. Um, after the, after the pandemic, when everything was shut down and like, you didn't have to worry about time management. Cause all you had was time. I feel like in that year or so, I like completely forgot everything that I do to try and manage my time efficiently that I'm taking care of myself. But I, so I'm currently in between school and job mm-hmm. and I have things that I'm like, okay, we're going to do these things. We're going to get caught up on the chosen. We're going to like do our novena. We're going to listen to the Bible. We're going to like listen to this podcast. And I fall down the hole of YouTube. Yep. I have no structure in my day anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, we need to manage this and put structure here and be like, okay, here is when we were like, at this time, we're going to go on a walk. And at these times, we're going to do our devotionals and our like Bible study stuff finally finish your resume and send it to people (laughs) Mm -hmm. then like visit my grandma because I don't do that often enough Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like also I have found at least on my social calendar too that now that things have opened back up and people are doing things again all of a sudden I'm bombarded with all this extra stuff that I want to do, like, cause I want to see yeah. my friends. I want to hang out because we haven't been able to in such a long time. And then all of a sudden I'm overwhelmed because there are still things that I have to do in the week, like making time for things that I should do that are good for myself. Mm-hmm. And also having the wisdom to know I have to take care of myself and my needs, not just socially, <laughs> Cause that's a hard thing too. Like I'm, I'm an extrovert. I like to spend time with people. I like to invest in people, but also knowing, okay, you can't do everything <laughs> you have. Like there's a huge power of being able to say no. And it's really hard to say no for me. I know someone that deals with that a lot. One of my cousins are like, I deal with such bad FOMO. And then they take up, like, but they have a lot of energy. So they're able to like do a lot of things. But then like, they are like, I'm in the last couple of years. So like, I am learning how to say no. Mm-hmm. And I know other people because I'm really not that busy. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I kind of am just because my weekends have started getting busy. Just like, cause there's stuff going on. I am seeing somebody. So now 
there's a lot of time that's allotted to that. And there, I just feel like I'm like, my time is more limited. And then I'm like, okay, we there are things we have to get done. And then I'm just like watching these videos about people icing cupcakes. And I'm like, you got to turn off these videos, Maura. Like mm-hmm. you have, you have things to do. <laughs> like you have responsibilities. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have to be really strict with myself when there are things that I need to do, like cleaning my room or editing this (laughs) podcast or like that, that is like, I need to make sure that I have a good chunk of time and I I have to be strict with myself as far as social media. I have to put my phone down because I get distracted so easily. We have the most distracting group text. It is. I was just going to bring that up. But also, I don't want to miss out on that. I think it's funny how I'll put down my phone and then for like 10 minutes, like I'll put it, I'll put it down. And then like 10 minutes later, I might pick it up or something. And all of a sudden that group text has like 50 notifications. And I'm like, what is happening? Uh, we like to, we, well, we, I think there's a lot of reactions and it like is, responses. Sometimes, to- sometimes, not all the time, but so I've gotten to a point where I need to put my phone down somewhere where I can't find it or I can't see it or I can't hear it so that I can focus. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever gone to like check your phone to see what time it is and, then and you get, you get distracted yeah. by the notifications. You open a text message or whatever and respond to it really quick. And then you set your phone down and then you realize you still don't know what time it is. <laughs> Yeah. Never actually looked and paid attention. Yeah. Or I'll open an app and forget why I opened it. Yep. Yep. What was I going to Google? I was like, I was going to text somebody and now I forget who it was because now I'm distracted by all like my top 10 people that were the last ones that I had a conversation with. Yeah. Yeah. I open Instagram to look, look at somebody's profile and then I'm like, who was I coming here to look for? Mm hmm. Yep. (laughs) Yep. What was I gonna? I was gonna look up something. I had a purpose for being here, and I don't remember what it was. And it, the the hard thing though is like I know that the things that I should do, like I have a mental list, and sometimes it just doesn't get done. For example, like to sum it up in a scenario, is like if you're packing up to move, and you see, like where do you begin? You have your boxes, you have your tape, you have packing materials, you have everything. Where do you start? Do you do you try to strategize because sometimes that's mentally exhausting trying to figure out what's going to go where and what to pack first and then or do you just start doing it and then maybe later it doesn't make sense and you're like why did I do it this way but at least some stuff is packed away now I don't know but it's it's overwhelming to look at everything that needs to be done that you just kind of walk around and you're like what do I do first what should I do first and you spend all your time thinking about what you should do Versus mm-hmm. actually doing it. That's me with my resume. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, I mm-hmm. I have been looking for jobs. I have been saving every job that I can apply for. So mm-hmm. those are just sitting there waiting for my resume to be complete to like send it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hard thing too about when you have a list of things that you need that you need to do is you're the only one who can do them. You're the one who has to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody else is going to fight for it for you or to be like your accountability buddy. Like 
I would really like to just like, oh, maybe I'll run out across the street and have a beer and some wings because that sounds good and I need to eat dinner. But I know if I do that, that's like what, an hour of my time that's gone feeding myself. I have food at home. <laughs> and part of me is like, but that will refresh me. I like to do that. I like to like, just like go out, get a change of scenery. Also, they have really good wings across the street. Who doesn't want that? I don't eat wings. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> but I do eat tacos. Why? Why? I don't like sauce. Like not even like a seasoning, like 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 dry rub. Oh, I have no idea. But I, I'm off. I think I. Don't. You don't like sauce? Okay. A lot of sauces have butter. Oh, okay. So. There's different sauces that I don't like, but then there's other sauces that I'm like, oh, I can't eat them. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I wish I had time. I need to be, I need to readjust my schedule, my weekly schedule, because I kind of have a routine-ish that's flexible. But I also, well, one of the hard things is I work like 10 hours a day at least, and it eats up so much of my time. I don't usually get back to my house until seven and that leaves like whatever I have to do, I need to get done within like two or three hours, whether that's editing, whether that's like I'm in a book club and that meets weekly and I love it, but it's time that I need to spend then reading and also hanging out discussions. I'm also in another book club (laughs) that meets monthly, more reading, more time you know to meet once a month and then you have a podcast and then I have a podcast <laughs> and because like it's fine to record like recording is easy breezy like well here's we, the thing we don't just record we like hang out for like, about an hour beforehand <laughs> and then we hang out for a bit after <laughs> but mm-hmm. like we bec- we've become really good friends doing this yep and so it is like I love doing this yeah so I have a weekly Bible study that I've been really bad about going to because I'm overwhelmed with things. And this young adult group in my parish, they're trying to get started. And I have a lot of experience with ministry and leading ministry. So for me, I feel a little bit like this is something that I can do. I have the skills to do. Mm -hmm. There is a need in this young adult group to do a weekly meeting like small groups every week I am overwhelmed as it is I cannot commit and so part of me looks at it goes well I can do it I have the skill set I have literally no time I'm already in over my head as it is but potentially if I don't take the lead is it is it even going to happen so what do you do I don't know you know God does provide. Not always in how we think he'll provide, but he provides. Mm-hmm. I think that if I pray for like, and like really get disciplined with myself and like provide, give myself structure during my day, it's like, okay, at these times, like, and it's like, set my, give myself a schedule mm-hmm. and be like, okay, we're going to do these things when this time happens, we are going to do this because I'm only good at that stuff. If I had to like, know when I have to leave my house to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have work at this time, but which I don't have anymore. Okay, I have to leave by this time to get there by this time to get these different things done. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have those things, but I have to kind of treat this 
resume, the application process like that. Okay. At this time, let's say I have to, I'm going to start this at noon. Okay. Let's start settling in and preparing for that 15 minutes before I want to do this. So it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or like half an hour before, okay, let's start preparing for that. And then treat like that time. It's like, okay, like a 15 minute drive, which we're not driving anywhere. We're just like settling in. So and then however, whatever God else wants me to do, I'll be like, hey, God, what else do you want me to do? Because I need to fill my day up. And it sounds like you need to talk to God. I'll be like, hey, God, how do I do this? Can you please provide me with some help? Mm-hmm. Well, right. And just like our espresso shot said, like, yeah, gently urges. In... Mm-hmm. And also Satan. Yeah. Satan. <laughs> the ruse of the devil and that's like that's the thing too that I also have to be aware of because again it's serving on this ministry team and helping give some of my talent and my time is a good thing but I also feel like that's going to overwhelm me to a point where I'm doing too many things so I end up not being able to do anything I think you need a spiritual director yeah I should it could help you with discerning like okay what does something need to give what needs to give well yeah that's what I've been trying to do myself is look at my schedule and say okay what's my actual time here how can I do the things that I like to do because I thought about that like well does this mean I have to drop things look at what brings you peace and what might bring you unrest well yeah our our weekly book club is a catholic book club from actually it's a few people from catholic twitter and we're all really good friends we read really great books that are good spiritually and it's also like it's good time spent with friends and that is rewarding not just socially but spiritually yeah yeah it's hard it's hard sometimes also the fomo i think i just have to get over that but (laughs) You're gonna have you're gonna miss out you can't do all the things because I'm just so tired all the time it's because I have so much on my plate I need to be able to take care of myself my gym in my apartment just opened up again yay and, yeah which is super exciting I don't have time to go to it and that's oh. important I would love to go out like I like to hike there are so many cool trails where I live that I would love to just like go for walks because that really refreshes me I don't have time to do that. And that is important. I need to take care of myself physically. And so when I don't have time to do those things, that starts to wear after a while. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, I have started taking care of myself physically again. Like I started going on like one or two mile walks and like doing push-ups and like doing other things. I like feeling strong. I, I like my body feeling a certain way and being like in my clothes fitting a certain way. And I'm like, okay, we're going to get back on this. We are going to take care of ourselves because we have, because I do have the time. I have the time. And I'm like, okay, we are going to make a point of putting this into our day. Yeah. So those are all the things that, yeah, being able to make time, unfortunately, like taking care of myself a lot of times gets put on the back burner because I'm giving to everything else. And again, I, and I said this earlier, and this is, this is one piece of advice that I've carried with me for several years and there, cause there's so much truth in it, but you can't give what you don't have. Yes. You can't. Yes. You if have. your cup is empty, you can't give from it. Nope. 
You can't give yourself spiritually if you are spiritually dry. You can't give what you don't have. You have to take care of yourself. And I know that in my head. Oh, yeah. It's so much easier, like, knowing something than, like, okay, than acting on it and Actually. believing and, like, okay. Putting Actually it into- do it. Yep. Yeah. And then we also have, like, kind of want to meet each other soon. <laughs> yeah. Because... Even if we pretend that we're in the same place, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's also like things that I would love to do in my free time. I don't know. I have bucket list things that I want to do and I don't have time to do them. I would really, I think it'd be super fun to take salsa dancing lessons. I would love to learn how to like actually salsa dance. I want that for you. (laughs) (laughs) Or I used to be around horses all the time. There was a volunteer thing that I did. It it was a a program for people with disabilities or special needs. Mm -hmm. And they got to take riding lessons. And they needed a lot of volunteers to help with that. Someone to lead the horses. Someone to walk alongside the people while they're on the horse. And I love horses. I love them. And it was super rewarding, A, to volunteer. It was like for for people with special needs. Mm Mm-hmm but also to be able to be around horses. I loved that. I loved doing it. And that was something that really brought me a lot of joy. And so I would love to be able to do something like that again, but I don't, yeah. So like, where do you find the time? Well, you do need balance. Yep. I used to be loaded up on all kinds of spiritual stuff and be like, okay, I'm doing all these like different religious and spiritual things. I was like, oh, wait, we need balance in our lives. Let's watch a, let's watch a football game. Mm-hmm. Okay, we went to church and now we're watching a football game and now we're going to cook something and then we're going to go meet up with our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we're going to do our homework. And then so, I would do a holy hour. <laughs> exactly. Making time for prayer life, like actual prayer time. And I'm talking about time in front of Jesus in the tabernacle yeah. or a monstrance because I can pray anywhere. You can pray anywhere. You can pray in the car. You can pray in your bed when you're falling asleep. You can, you can pray anywhere. And I've had strong, strong spiritual moments with the Lord in a lot of different places. That wasn't in a church. It's easy to get distracted also when you're out and about and you're just like praying in your mind or you're driving or whatever. Yeah. Get distracted. But to be in a place specifically to worship, when you put yourself in a chapel, that's a very purposeful way to pray. It's very intentional that you are there to pray. And that's important to be able to do. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I'm really guilty about putting that on the back burner. I have so many things to do. I can't go say hi to Jesus right now. It's all about prioritizing, I guess. And I, I have done holy 15 minutes before, but I'm someone that I can get so distracted in there. Yeah. And, it, and it's easy to do that too. But yeah, being able, being able to prioritize that time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that you shouldn't brush aside or that shouldn't take a back burner. Right. Because and of all the other things you have to do. Because... I think it's important to note that that is a relationship with God and mm-hmm. he wants our investment in him. Like we invest in our friends and our family. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna just think it's okay to only give your best friend 15 minutes. 
Like you want to give them an hour at least. Yep. Or just, you know, oh, I'll see you when I see you. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'll like, see you next it. time. And it's just kind of like a whirlwind. You're like, what just happened? Yeah, Jesus is not our acquaintance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not someone you just like chat with for 15 minutes. Then you're like, okay, bye. Yep. Although sometimes you have to like, we understand there are some lives that it really is that busy where, but, and he meets you where you are, but like, we are at a place where we actually can move things around and yeah dedicate an hour <laughs> at some point if we so chose to make that kind of time in our lives yeah and also <laughs> i as my schedule stands right now the way i do things i have no time for like to date for dating like if a man were to want to ask me out on a date, mm-hmm. I would just probably laugh and show him my schedule and be like, sir, if you can find a 20 minute coffee date in here, it's yours. <laughs> like, I don't. And that's something I mean, I don't know. I don't want to be one of those people who like misses out on prime dating years because I'm too busy. But I think and going back to being able to prioritize the things that are important. And that's something that I've been trying to do is look at all the things that are on my plate right now, see what cuts that I need to make, even though it might be painful, seeing how I can do the things that I want to do, but also the things that I should. And it takes a lot of self-discipline though, because again, you can have your list of priorities and you can have the checklist of all the things that you have to do. You're the only one who can fight for those things to happen. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is going to do it for you. You are the one who has to say yes or say no when other yeah. things come up. And it takes a lot of self-discipline to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, I think that's so good. Like, do you have anything, any other thoughts before we head into grounds to cover? I don't think so. I think I'm good to move into grounds to cover. So grounds to cover, this is going to be good for us, for me in particular, (laughs) because it's like our homework. So I'm going to try really hard to sit down and do some of these things. So what are some ways that we can, if you're struggling with your time management or too many things to do, how you can find balance? I think the first thing is see, look over each area of your schedule like what, what can't be moved? Like, like obviously your work, your job can't be moved, but the other things that you have in your life that mm-hmm. are more voluntary or what have you and yeah. see what brings me joy. What brings me peace? Is this bringing balance to my life? Yep. Is there something that's bringing you anxiety or like, Ooh, that's stressing me out. Mm-hmm. Pray on that stuff. Yeah. Like take time to pray, like pray on it. Maybe like, yeah, that that's my first one. <laughs> I think that's a good idea to pray about the things before you make a decision. Yes or no. Do I keep doing this or what? You could also do some trial and error. Like, okay, let's see. Like, let's move things around. Let's try yeah. like skipping something. It's like, okay, do I miss that? Oh, wait, that's, that was the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think something that can be really helpful. And I tried doing this week a little bit. It was actually a good realization for me is write out your schedule. 
I did that this week. I wrote my weekly schedule, like the literal hours of here's when I work, here's when I put time to do this or that or the other. Like I have these, these things. I realized that when I did that and I saw it in black and white, <laughs> assuming a bedtime-ish of like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, the time I get off of work to the time that I'm supposed to like go to bed during the week is, is not a lot. But I didn't see that until it was in black and white. And I saw, oh, I actually don't have a lot of time to work with when it comes to work plus the couple weekly things that I do. There's not a lot left over. And that includes, you know, like being able to do stuff for the podcast. Yeah. Plus, you know what? Sometimes at the end of the day, I just kind of want to chill. Chill. Watch an episode of MasterChef. Like, <laughs> um, I so I think writing down your schedule it was a good eye opener for me, and so maybe that's something that you can do too if you're struggling like I am. Um, mm-hmm. Write it out and see what you have, because sometimes I think that's a good stepping stone then for knowing when to make cuts. Mm-hmm. Also. Another, another thing for grounds to cover, get sleep. Yeah. Get some sleep, people. I need to take my own advice. Sleep is so, so important. Wow. Yep. Because then you don't have that, like, if you're tired all the time, you don't have energy to do anything. You know, like, you just want to lay around and. I love going to bed at 1030. It is so fun. Although sometimes mm-hmm. I am out at 1030. I'm like, I got to go home. Mm-hmm. like it's time to go home <laughs> yep yeah I'm super lenient on the weekends like Friday nights and Saturday nights I don't really have a bedtime but I need to be better at having an actual bedtime so make sure that you're getting enough sleep because you can't get you can't drink give water drink yeah. okay N- not this anytime ma- well I might have time something to do with time management drink your water make sure you put what drinking water into your schedule you might feel better That is true. Actually, for a little while, I was doing a gallon of water a day. That's a lot of water. (laughs) It is a lot of water. I am absolutely shocked at how good I felt because it's properly hydrated. When I was doing that, I stayed with one of my friends who knows me. And anyone who knows me or has met me knows that I am not a morning person. I hate mornings with a passion. I did dreadful. And One of my friends who knows how I am in the mornings, I stayed with her and in the midst of this gallon of water a day thing. And I was actually having a coherent conversation with her while we were getting ready in the morning. And she looked at me at what she's like, you have words that you're saying and they make sense. And it seems like you're okay. Like still kind of like, are you not normally like that? No, I'm I'm always like that. (laughs) No, don't you dare talk to me until I'm 20 minutes into my first cup of coffee. (laughs) <laughs> you really hate me. I won't remember. I don't think I'm mean. I don't I'm Okay. Not, like, One time I did tweet from the podcast Twitter account and I was like, good morning. And you're like, this is how you know it's Mora, because I would never tweet this. hmm I would never say good morning. It's a lie. Lying's a sin. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sin. I almost texted Joe that one day, like just like a like a like couple months ago, I wanted to be like, just a reminder, lying is a sin. Because I thought it'd be so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it'd be a very funny text of sin, and then I didn't because I thought he'd just get really confused. 
But yeah, I don't, or I got out of habit of doing it because here's the thing. If you drink a gallon of water, pee a lot. that's a lot of bathroom trips and it's exhausting. But I was incredibly amazed at how well I felt when I was really properly hydrated. Yeah. Drink your water, get enough sleep, get a little, like go outside, mm-hmm. getting outside if you can, even if it's hot, try evening hours or I don't, do something outside. Sometimes that's yeah. really good at hitting the reset button. I just thought of something that I don't do, Okay, but other people, it will help some people, mm-hmm. some people, it'll be good for them. Pick a day to meal prep. And then you just have that done. They have that done already. So you have a meal to come home to and you're like, okay, that was done. And then you can like, just kind of like, you don't have to, I mean, but maybe it's relaxing for you to cook. So I don't know, but for some people it is like, it work, it really helps their schedule and their time management to have that done already. Yep. And make it nutritious. Don't make it crap. Don't just do like a pizza every day. I know. Or tacos got- every day, even though that's what I would probably eat every day. Cause I can. Yeah. <laughs> I've developed a really bad DoorDash habit. I like to cook. I don't know, but yeah, that's a good, that's a good, uh, yeah. Or, or even just like freezer meals. Yeah. Do some meal prep and on one night do a couple of freezer meals and then be able to just pop it in the oven. Go. Yeah. Make a list of things that you need to prioritize. Things that you must do, things that you should do and things that you want to do. Yes. But you have to make sure that you put things like prayer, exercise, that needs to go in the things that you must do because you have to take care of yourself first and then things that you should do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easier. Yeah. Like I said, it's just easier to see those things written down so you know what to work with. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good list. Yeah. It's a good list. It's a lot of homework. It's going to hurt so good, but I'm going to do it. Yesterday, I had meatloaf on Thursday and I wanted to share that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like the idea of planners and calendars. I never remember to use I have a, I had a physical planner. I had one when I was in school and now I don't. And now I need to start using it again. Give my day structure. Be like, okay, we're going to treat this like a work day. Yeah. I like to also be able to write things down. I'll put stuff in my phone that I really need to remember with alerts to remind myself, mm. but it, I know that it does help me to write things down so I can see it in front of me. So <laughs> yeah. but anyway, this was good. Thanks yeah. for listening guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have a lot of wisdom. It's just something that I'm struggling with, but I feel like it's a common struggle. And hopefully mm-hmm. if you guys have any fantastic time management tips out there, add us, email us, DM us, yes. reach out to us. And also add us just so it can be public information that other people might find useful. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you guys have any, any sort of time management tips that you love, please send them to us. I need help. Sarah, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drowning. Please help me. Um, yeah. Hopefully, yes. hopefully this inspired you to have your own ideas on how to try and manage your time yeah. a little bit and things that you, that you want to do in life. And I want to make sure that everyone, including myself is well taken care of Mm -hmm. doing the things that you need to do, but also doing things that 
make life fulfilling yeah. with you and not in an overwhelming way. Yeah. So. So rate us, review us, send us feedback, and we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thanks oh, and for listening. Send us any topic ideas or quotes you want us to cover. Oh yeah. We're open to ideas. If you got if you got something you want to know about, just let us know and we'll we'll see what we can whip up for you. So yeah. <laughs> and if you want to date anyone that's been a guest on here, just let us know. Send us another question. <laughs> <laughs> Mora Mora does have a really good uh matchmaking ability, so <laughs> she's pretty good at it. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, send us that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carol's okay. bachelor pad. Hey. <laughs> okay, guys. Bye. See you later. Bye. Thanks so much for stopping by Carol's Coffee House this week. We hope you found our conversations to be uplifting and inspiring. We really appreciate all of your support and encouragement, and your feedback helps us strive to bring good content to this podcast. If you have any ideas of topics you'd like to hear more about or are interested in, please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter at carol underscore podcast or email us at carolscoffeehouse at gmail.com. Have a great week and God bless.